This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this evening, minority MPs boycott parliament to support Atu Forcing and Jechekwe Singh in court. Respect Park of Face are rough. Avergi cautions Edichum. In other stories, successive governments have failed. They have treated various financial crises as a temporal problem, says the IEA. And 93% sexually active university students don't use contraceptive, and this is according to study. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. The minority in parliament has boycotted Thursday's sitting to accompany and solidarize with two members of the caucus. Dr. Kesel Atuforsing, the minority leader, and James Jechikwe Singh, the MP for Asin North, are both due to appear in court Thursday for their ongoing cases. Dr. Atuforsing is currently facing a criminal case related to an alleged financial loss of 2.37 million euro to the state. The case revolves around a deal to purchase 200 ambulances between 2014 and 2016. On the other hand, James Jejekwe Singh is undergoing trial at the High Court in Accra for charges of forgery and perjury. These charges are in connection to alleged offences during the lead-up to the 2020 Ascent North parliamentary elections. In a brief statement, the minority expressed their unwavering support for their colleagues, emphasizing their unity by abstaining from participating in the day's parliamentary proceedings. Now, the chairperson of the Public Accounts Committee, James Kluche Avergi, has issued a warning to the Minister of Education, Yao Edichum, over his failure to appear before the committee to review the ministry's report from the Auditor General. Mr. Avergi emphasized that failure to comply with the committee's request will lead to the committee exercising its powers against the minister. The caution was given after Mr. Edichim failed to appear before the committee Thursday, July 6. During the hearing, James Kluchet Avergi advised the minister to demonstrate respect for the committee's authority and to appear before it. He called on the minister to recognize the committee's importance and cooperate accordingly. The chairperson further added that the committee would make efforts to provide an alternative date for the minister's appearance. However, he warned that if the minister failed to appear on the rescheduled date, the committee would exercise its powers as outlined in Article 103 of the Constitution. Now, in other stories, the Institute of Economic Affairs has accused the present and past government of uh, treating the various financial crises as temporal problems without any major and permanent macroeconomic 
and structural policy changes to transform the economy. Ghana returned to the International Monetary Fund this year after going through severe economic challenges last year. In an article led by a senior fellow, Professor Alexander Bilsin Daku, the IEA said the country's post-crisis structural policy priorities have been temporal in nature only to satisfy donors' conditionalities. These chaotic attempts, it pointed out, have left the economy still highly dependent on international financing from bilateral and multilateral institutions as well as international credit market sources. For instance, the recent shift from bilateral and multilateral loans with consensual terms to international credit market funds with market terms presents further international financing challenges such as debt service stress and future financial crisis based on the swings of sentiment by private investors in the international capital market. Therefore, the IEA called for a broad-based national development program to increase the complexity of production and export while providing employment to the pool of well-educated unemployed youth. The solution, it added, must be homegrown and not a set of conditionality policies for bailouts credit facilities like the various IMF or World Bank programs. Continuing, the economic and policy think tank argued that the outcomes of these programs for the past three decades have not been encouraging, though they seem to have satisfied what they were required for. Now, in other stories, a study conducted in three selected public universities in the country has revealed that 93% of sexually active adolescents in public universities do not use contraceptives. This is in spite of the fact that 80% of them had a basic knowledge of adolescent sexual reproductive health issues. Conducted among 675 university respondents, the study further found out that more than half of the respondents had sexual partners and were sexually active. It identified that the sexual reproductive health needs of adolescents in public universities needed more attention from university authorities and policy makers. These were the conclusions of a study conducted by a research fellow and clinical trials coordinator at the University of Ghana Medical Center, Dr. Gifty Ekia, and presented at a workshop organized by the Africa Health Economics and Policy Association in collaboration with UGMC and the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research. The overall objective of the workshop were to present the findings from the costing of priority intervention for addressing ASRH in the country and to formulate operational and policy recommendations for promoting equitable access and use of ASRH services in and out of schools. Now in business, the government's indebtedness to various pension schemes as of the end of May this year stands at 2.63 billion cities, the Minister of Finance Ken Oforiata has told Parliament. The amount breakdown was to one pensions of the Controller and Accountant General's Department mechanized payroll of 1.62 billion cities to one of subvented institutions 188.59 million cities 
tier 2 of mechanized payroll 808.21 million cities and tier 2 of subvented institutions 6.18 million cities mr speaker the government paid 2.67 billion cities to various pension schemes in 2022 between january and the end of may 2023 the government had also paid 2.26 billion cities he said the finance minister disclosed this in a statement read on his behalf by the minister of state at the ministry of finance dr amin adams on the floor of parliament tuesday he was responding to an urgent question by the member of parliament for tamale south haruna idrisu who sought to know how much was owed the various pension schemes, including the Social Security and National Insurance Trust, SNIT, by the government of Ghana, on the question of whether pension contributions were released on time and invested, Dr. Adam stopped short of answers on the time the pensions was released, saying that I will get the answers and report back to the House. Now moving to sport, Vice Chairperson of the Youth, Sports and Culture Committee of Parliament, Eugene Bwachi Entry, is convinced a change of leadership is necessary at the Ghana Football Association GFA to save the dwindling fortunes of the sports in country. Ghana's disappointing group stage exit from the ongoing under 23 AFCON in Morocco has sparked outrage and discussions about the country's declining standards in the football space. Seeking a return to the Olympic Games for the first time since 2004, Ghana's Black Metals managed only four points out of a possible nine in the Group A, which also had host nation Morocco, Congo, and Guinea. Ghana also suffered group stage exit at the 2021 AFCON as well as the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. According to the Honorable Eugene Bwachi Entry, it is necessary to change the leadership of football in the country based on recent tournament failures, the struggles of Ghana Premier League and also clubs football. The GFA is slated to host its 29th Ordinary Congress on the 10th of July 2023 where a date for the next FA elections is expected to come up for discussions. Now moving to some showbiz, in a video shared on Instagram ahead of the start of his It Is All A Blair Tour, Drake opened up about his biggest fear and shared a story about getting high before an early TV audition when he was 13 or 14. The God's Plan Hitmaker, that life ends one day nothing, it just all goes black. He went on to share how he got high with some kids right before an audition, which was assumed for Jimmy and Degrassi. The next generation, his breakthrough role. I had an audition for a TV show that ultimately shaped my life. And before my audition, I went to this kid's house and I guess I was out of, I guess, a desire to be accepted. He continued, I will succumb to peer pressure and I got high with these kids right before my audition. And I kind of wonder if something bad happened that day or, you know, maybe I am still high. Maybe I am in some coma and this is just like me playing out my ideal life. And yeah, that concept has stuck with me for a lot of years i mean it feels like reality it feels tangible but i definitely wonder sometimes how i did it and that's it 
with the evening news here on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories. And follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi Akantsukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening.